Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Hey guys, welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Movement in the Shadows. We're doing another very fun AMA episode. If you don't know what AMA oh, no. stands for, it's not the American Music Awards. It oh. is a Ask Me Anything Wait, episode. What? It's not. No. <laughs> uh, if you guys are on our IG live, we are gonna take some live questions here, um, and you can tweet in your questions just in case those questions could get lost in this feed. Our Twitter at Kinjas Podcast, of course, spelled podcast with a K mm-hmm. as we spell everything. So tweet in your questions. All right. So here we go. First of all, how are you guys doing? Hello from France. Hi, what's everybody. up, France? Hey, Music what's up? Doodle. France. Seeing a lot of <laughs> hand waving emojis. And we'll um, hand wave right back at you guys. Greece. We would love to come to Greece if there is a way that you can get us there. Greece lightning. Go <laughs> Take us Greece there. lightning. Do you guys do any internships? Oh, that's a great question. So right now we are at the dojo, the Kinjas Dojo. And we have a work studies program, which we call The Shadows. The Shadows are amazing. If you guys would like to uh, have an opportunity to rock with us here, send an email to info at kinjas.com. Yeah. We will take a look at that. Be our intern. Um, How long did it take to create the humble choreo? I don't know, Charlie, how long did it take? I think that took like around a month. We're going to flip the camera. I think a month. I think that took a month. I think it was a month. A month. I think says it was Charlie. A month. Yeah. So that was a collaborative effort between Bam Martin, mm-hmm. Ving Nguyen, mm-hmm. Anthony Lee, mm-hmm. Charles Nguyen, oh. and um, Tony uh, Tran. Tony Tran. Tony Tran. And then also just the rest of the kinjas that you saw. Yeah. The way that we choreograph and create uh, many of our pieces. Um, it's a collaborative effort. You know, we split, we divide and conquer, we listen to sections of the music, and then we feel it out, and we think, oh, I think Bam would be able to rip this part, so yep. maybe he should take it. Hey, I think this sounds like an Isobros section, so Isobros, have at it. And then we just kind of bring everything together, and then we make delicious jambalaya of <laughs> Jambalaya. Jambalaya. Yum. Jambalaya. Not too spicy, no, but yeah. spicy. Yeah, spicy. We love everything spicy. <laughs> um, yes. Sorry. I, again, see these questions are flying in. So if, again, if you guys want us to answer, um, tweet us. Tweet us your questions. Tweet just podcast. Tweet, tweet, tweet is on Twitter. Tweet. I don't know if people still use Twitter. Do people use Twitter? Do you guys use Twitter? I don't use Twitter I anymore. don't use Twitter at all. Oh, dang. See? <laughs> dang uh, yeah. We're trying to revive that. We're trying yeah. Kinjalaya. There it is. Mark Zaragoza. <laughs> Kinjalaya. That's a good nice. one. You Kinjalaya. get one pun for the day. <laughs> Hello from North Carolina. What's, What's up, North Carolina? What's up? We got love for North Carolina. All love, right. love. Charlie, do we have any uh, questions on the on the Twitter sphere? We have one question, or there's two questions. I'm, I shouldn't bluff you. Uh, the one of them is, where is the next location for Kinja's Dojo? Oh, that's a great question. Wow, that is a great question. Um, we currently have. Hold on, I'm gonna flip the camera around. Flip it we up. We currently have the dojo here. This is in Monterey Park, California, um, East Los Angeles, to be a little bit more specific. Uh, we have a we have two dojos actually in China. 
Uh, one, the first one in China was in Chengdu and still is in Chengdu. Shout out to our wonderful partner, SinoStage. And we just opened up our second China location in Beijing. It's in a really cool shopping plaza area called Taiku Li. Um, that's in Beijing. We just opened that up in, what was it, in November? Yes. October? Dece- November. 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 Wait, December? Um, we don't know. November. We don't know calendars. Well, it was October. Oh, it was we October. Have no, it was October. I, oh, no it was October. It was October, it was October. It was it was October. Yeah. on Charlie's birthday. Yeah. So that <laughs> yeah. was our second China location. And um, we are actually in the process of opening up our second Los Angeles location. Uh, it will be in the Arts District. That's right. In beautiful downtown Los Angeles. Hey, hey. And you can expect that sometime later this year, sometime maybe summertime. We're still in the, the process of uh, figuring out the renderings and the use of that space. But Kinja's Complex is coming soon mm-hmm. to Arts District, Los Angeles, California. Ooh, ooh. Um, all right. What do you do if you're stuck while choreographing? Great question. Good question. Mike, Mike Fowl. What do you, you do when you're stuck at me? choreographing? Okay, cool. yeah. uh, when I'm stuck choreographing, uh, I do actually a bunch of things. Uh, one of my main things is to just stop and do something else. Mm. Uh, a really good way to just kind of reset yourself is to just get your mind off of it. And then uh, once you are kind of like in a good, relaxed, kind of a good, positive state, uh, then you can actually enter that again and uh, and see what comes out. Otherwise, uh, another thing I could uh, I try doing is uh, try choreographing to a different song, mm. uh, and then maybe some of that movement can translate into that song uh, I was actually trying to choreograph in the first place. Whoa! Okay, that that. Whoa! Words that was of deep. wisdom. How about you, Ben? Oh, how about me? Yeah, uh, I'm Ben. All right, let me turn the camera around. Um, yes, when stuck in choreography, um. Yeah, I, I before I approach actually trying to put the movement to music, I try to listen to the song um, a bunch of times to figure out uh, what I'm hearing, what parts of the music stand out to me, and um, yeah, and in my intention in what kind of a piece that I even want to choreograph in terms of movement style, and um, sometimes you know like movement comes out pretty quick and sometimes it just takes a long time or it just doesn't happen sometimes so uh, when that happens I take a break sometimes I just hop on Instagram and just let myself just kind of see cool things and be inspired and uh, potentially even look up uh, you know pieces from people that inspire me I have you know my catalog of favorite movers and then um, sometimes it'll kind of unlock something in me or it may give me a uh, a type of thing to try to try and so I just kind of uh, let things happen and then uh, sometimes it still doesn't work and then I just kind of shelve it for a bit maybe come back the next day and things happen to you know be better when you kind of let something breathe for a little bit so um yeah I think that's kind of my my method Charlie um, we got a question on Twitter. Okay, all right. From underscore Afro underscore Dreamer, big fan from Sweden, by the way. Afro, hey, what's up, Sweden? She asks, "What is our everyday motivation?" It's a great question, Charlie. What is your everyday motivation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my everyday motivation is consistency. Uh, I, I just, you know, I try to just go and do the things that I have to do and just show up. 
uh, first and foremost, either that be going to the gym or um, making flyers or any promotional materials. I just open the computer and then I just start. I just show up. And I think that's uh, one motivation I have. And I want to go deeper than I would want to say like my family, you know, my family, my mm -hmm. future. Uh, that is a consistent motivation for me to continue doing what I want to do because I want to be successful in what I want to do so I can provide for the people that I love. That's what's Great, up. Answer. Great answer. Thank you. Uh, as for me, motivation, uh, I recently became a father. Uh, what? A Whoa. Uh, a dog father. Oh, um, so, dog father. So, I mean, dog I, daddy. Like, obviously, it's different for being an actual parent, but at the same time, I'm really uh, realizing a lot about myself. Um, I do have to wake up consistently at the same time every day now to, uh, to make sure the puppy can go to the bathroom and eat uh, on time and stuff like that. So motivation uh, is just to get up in the morning and as I'm up, I'll already have energy so I can just go about doing my, uh, my daily things. Uh, I also uh, am a big fan of still being a student of life. Mm. Uh, so in this thing that we have, uh, because we are um, kind of in charge of like lifestyle business, right? So we kind of make our own hours. Uh, I always set apart time to learn new things, uh, mm. especially whether it's like uh, dealing with like uh, computer work or uh, being doing something creative like Photoshop or or Premiere or Illustrator or something like that. I'm always trying to learn new things so I can implement that into things like this or just daily life. That was good. That's amazing. That's good. How about you, Ben? Mike, can you hold Ben's? Yeah. Oh, there you go. What was the question again? Uh, what is your everyday <laughs> motivation? Oh, my everyday motivation. Well, um, you know, to stay motivated is difficult sometimes because we are constantly changing. And, um, you know, some days we have days that we feel good. Some days we don't feel as good. But what I've learned for myself is creating routines for yourself, like daily routines and daily regimens, things that you can kind of um, make habit of that are uh, going to be good for you regardless of how you feel, meaning things like you know, staying hydrated. Now I've been making a habit as of the past few months now, just leaving like a jug of water right next to my bed so that as soon as I wake up, I just chug that thing until it's gone. And that has nothing to do with whether I feel like doing it or not. I'm going to do it regardless, but it's good for your body to stay hydrated, especially because if you slept a good eight hours without drinking, that means there's for eight hours, no water has gone into your body. So things like that, um, things like going to the gym. I go to the gym six days a week, regardless of how I feel, but I know it's helping my overall lifestyle. So I would say my tip for staying motivated is figure out um, little things that you can add into a daily routine that you can stick to that you know are going to be good for you, regardless of whether you feel like doing it or not. So that's my tip. Nice. <laughs> that's really good ben um thanks charlie. I, I was laughing over here because um, yeah i felt like i, th I thought my answer sucked because charlie was <laughs> no <laughs> no Ru russell russell Banzon. I, I hope i said that right he's he asked oh why doesn't mike foul wear gloves anymore <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let's well mike on what's up russ <laughs> Uh, what's there up, Russ? He's in LA right now, by the way. Oh, uh, what up, Russ? So he's Dude. he's in training mode. From what I know, he's training at all different places all over LA right now. Oh, sick. Uh, but the reason why I don't wear gloves anymore is because I don't have any to wear. <laughs> uh, so if someone wants to send me new gloves, I'm okay with that. Hey. And I'll probably wear those. But 
the type of gloves I used to wear were these Kakashi cosplay gloves. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then after a while, they became kind of rusty, so I I took off the plates on the side, so they were just regular gloves. <laughs> and then I started wearing uh, workout gloves, just like KJ Gonzalez. Nice. KJ Gonzalez. <laughs> um, oh, I got up? some Nick, more. Uh, Nick Kim is giving us hard eyes. Thank <laughs> you. Nice. We love you. Nice. Uh, nice. I got some. I got a couple of questions on Twitter. Two of them saying, uh, "How many people are in Kenjas?" I feel like we we've always, we always cover this. Yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you go back to kinjaspodcast.com slash EP3, you can listen to Ooh, Anthony and Mike's episode uh, and find out the answer there from, uh, I believe, Mike himself. Boom, right. skitty. Retro Flawless just asked, why the ninja theme? Why the ninja theme, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> We're just straight uh, roasting each other by putting each other on the spot. <laughs> Honestly, I think uh, it's, you know, it's a kid in us, the Asian kid in us that loves ninjas. You know, we love Bruce Lee. We love Kung Fu. We love love that fighting character. And then like a ninja is so, so like, so, uh, so honorable, right? Such an honorable, like martial artist and is so, uh, so skillful in so many things like sneaking around jumping from roof to roof tree to tree and you know i think the best answer for that is naruto (laughs) that is the best answer because when you said that ninjas are honorable i feel like in like actual times when ninjas were doing their thing they were kind of the assassins and they were the kind of the dishonorable oh (laughs) (laughs) it depends Uh, not in the the movies that i watch depends on the story depends on the story but we all agree, ninjas look cool. <laughs> ninjas look cool. They look very like slick and stealth. Yep. And then the best answer is Naruto. Naruto yes. is awesome. It makes ninjas look hella tight. Yep. Oh, actually, I got one here on the uh, on the live stream here. I dress Slev. I hope I said that right. He says, "Where is Kioni? Currently not here, but in San Diego. Beyond Babel season two oh, will be coming soon, so watch wow. out for that." Wow. Look at That's you. A great, dude. great plug. Yeah, really um, I saw a question earlier. I forget the name because these things are coming in fast. But it was uh, the question had something to do with us and our training outside of dance. Mm. So the extra dance training. What what sort of uh, training do you guys implement into your your lifestyle regimen? Uh, Go ahead, Charlie. I would I mean you know fitness like strength training. Uh, you know consistently lifting weights to get my muscles stronger so that I can you know uh, move better. Or I'm also stretching regularly. I feel like that is a very, very uh, good thing to do uh, outside of my dance training. Um, And also eating healthy, eating healthy and drinking lots of water just to, you know, um, keep my keep my body up to shape. So just in case we do another dance TV show, I'm like good to go. Whoa, this is like IG Inception right now. Iception G. Here's another question from the live stream from Luca F1 Bengal. Does dance ever begin to feel like an obligation? How do you overcome that? How do you overcome that, Ben? Does dance feel like an obligation? All right, well, here's the the question of the century. You know, it's pursuing the thing that you love to do. um, Anything that you love to do. if you do it a lot and it becomes a part of your profession, unfortunately, everything becomes a job at some point. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, um, meaning that, <clears throat> excuse me, when you have uh, something that you do every single day, again, going back to the regimen and um, staying motivated, it comes and goes. Sometimes you feel 
excited and and super uh, just down to go at the thing that it is that you love to do. And some days you wake up and feel like, I don't know, I'm not as motivated. But um, I think it always dials back to knowing your why. And, and uh, we talk about that a lot on this show, knowing your why. Why are you pursuing anything? So whether that's um, sports, whether that's dance, whether that's music, acting, um, at some point, it's not going to be your, um, you know, it's not going to be the funnest thing for you to do in that moment. But you just have to remind yourself why you're doing it. And then also ask yourself the question, would you rather be doing something else? And if you can answer that question as no, I wouldn't be doing anything else, then there it is. That's your, that, that's your answer to stay motivated, to remind yourself, I'm doing this because this. This is my resolve and why I'm doing it. So it's okay when you don't feel motivated. It's okay when you don't feel hyped to do it. But just remind yourself, ask yourself those questions of uh, why am I doing it? And if you can answer that with a positive answer, then let that be your motivator. Wow. Nice. Yo, that was amazing. Dang it. Thanks. I, I edited it out. I edited it out. So I'm gonna look on. I'm gonna look on here. Okay. Um, I have a question from Twitter. Over. Uh, this is from at Raymond No underscore. Uh, it says guests you've always wanted on the podcast. He wants to. He's always wanted to see Chris and Larkin. So that would be a great. What great guests do you guys want to see on podcast? Um, I want to see Pac Man. I want nice. to, yeah. Hey. I want to. I want to hear Philip Chabib speak about um, just all that new stuff he's been doing. That connect connectivity movement. That is good stuff. That's crazy. Hey, Pac Man, if you're listening, hey, you want to be on our show? Hey, please. If you're not listening, um, I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Send you a Valentine's Day card. It's working Whoa. still. Whoa. Hey, does um, anyone from Kinjas do individual all styles battles? That one's from Spider Alexander. All styles battles. Um, yeah. yeah, I know. So. I know. Jet does. Jet yeah. goes into Jet. Jet is marking that scene yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I know. Been, uh, Villain and Impact still get down in the B boy scene. Yep. I know. Mike's been in there recently, maybe like a year or two ago. Yeah, Mike's song. Yeah, Mike's been, song. Yeah, been on his freestyle tip for sure. Yeah, he's been, he's been labbing it up. I want to say. I would say yes. Ooh, we got validation. <laughs> People are saying Pac-Man, say yes. Ooh. Pac-Man, say yes. Come on to our show. Let us into your brain. Yeah. And show Let's us how it here. works. I have another question from Twitter. <laughs> it, uh, at Larry Leach four four six eight asks, "Who choreographs the hardest pieces?" That is a very that, subjective. That's subjective. <laughs> very subjective. <laughs> or the answer um, is subjective. How about to you? Yeah, to me? So, yeah, so in yeah, your opinion. In your opinion. Okay. Who choreographs the hardest? Okay, so then it'll just go back to, for me, the style that is most, I guess, foreign to me or that's like not in my wheelhouse of natural movement. Um, I would identify with Team ISO. Ooh, what? Uh, that is kind of uh, what I mean by that is when I first started dancing, the movement style that I kind of gravitated towards were isolated movement whether that stemmed from popping waving animation um things of that nature so that style of movement feels a little bit more natural to my body therefore things like uh groove heavy things or things that involve a lot of uh fast footwork 
uh, don't come as natural to me, but um, I love it and I enjoy learning uh, those styles of movement. So guys like Bam Martin, uh, Keone Madrid, mm-hmm. Ving Nguyen, um, those guys have very fast feet. The fastest feet. And I love their fast feet and I want to learn how to do that more. So that is the style for me that I find most difficult, but I love learning it because it's hella tight. You know who has really fast feet? Who has fast feet, Charlie? His name's King Charles. King he does. Charles. He does. King Charles. He has the fastest feet I've ever seen. Fastest feet west of the Mississippi? Yeah, it's it's, it's incredible. If you guys have time, he's look from up. the east of the Mississippi first. And then <laughs> now, so now he's on the west. <laughs> <laughs> look up King Charles. That guy is crazy. Uh, Wait, why here. are the questions stopping? Yeah. Oh, maybe I need oh, to Oh, sorry, you got to scroll down. down. Sorry. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. All right. Hey, what's up, G-Rock? What's Gio's up? What's in up? here. Hey, 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 hey. Would you come to New Zealand? Stay beautiful. 365 says, absolutely. We would love to come to New Zealand. Yeah, I, I want to go to New yes. Zealand. Yes. Oh, Army of Kin is here. They ask, will you be going to Urban Paradise? Ooh. You dang straight we're going to of Urban Paradise. Bing, bang, bong. We have Question to. is, will you be at Urban Paradise? <laughs> that is the question. To me, answer here. King Charles is the goat of Chicago footwork. Yes, he does. We have a question here on the live stream from Prasad Adarsh. When did you all start dancing? I'm 19 and has started dance, started to dance now, but people say it's of no use and I'm very late. So, any tips? Anything? What? I started dancing when I was like 17. Yeah, same. I started dancing when I was 16. Yeah. I also started when I was 16 or 17. <laughs> One of those. I forget. It was One like junior year of high school, so I forget how old I was. I think I was 16. Yeah, take I a lot of take a lot of cl- take a lot of class, yeah. train a lot, and then yeah. you'll be as good as you want to be. Yep. Sophia likes pancakes asks, has anyone <laughs> ever messed up a choreo on stage? Oh man. Wow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the simple answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And, you know, the, the art of messing <laughs> up on stage is making it look like you didn't mess up. <laughs> you so did if you purpose. can figure that out, you figured out the dance life. And don't show it on your face. And don't show it on your face. Unless you're wearing a mask. I guess you're then okay. You, then you can't show it on your face. <laughs> yes. Ooh, uh, so this one is from Seven Luhan M. Okay. But what was your greatest <laughs> or best performance? How do you feel when people say that they love your job? um oh man that was a good question greatest or best performance uh i don't know that's a hard one it is a hard one yeah had many i'll say i'll say one because it was kind of live but it was kind of not live i'll I'll say our uh, wad season one high for this performance um that one because we rehearsed so much for it like we didn't sleep it was kind of like just implanted in our brains yeah um it was really good because we got a really good response from the people that were in the room. And then when we got uh, all the comments on the internet, uh, people loved it. And um, even the comments from the judges, uh, it just made it feel like we did something right. Mm. That's good. That's really good. Um, I would say for my my favorite, yeah, again, saying favorite performance is really hard because all of them are my favorite. But memorable. Okay. Um let me take it back to ABDC. So Ooh, ABDC season eight, nice. we were on that show. And um, these guys back here, these are our dojo panels. So what we did, uh, this was actually, this is like the World of Dance version. This is like the upgraded version. Um, for the first time, we challenged ourselves to kind of create um, outside of just 
um, choreography with just our bodies. We wanted to create some sort of illusion, some sort of uh, trippy experience on stage that uh, needed to be orchestrated um, perfectly in terms of synchronicity of timing to placement on stage and moving these panels around with um, very limited vision because we can't see through the panels, obviously, because there's just a board in front of us. So it was a very challenging piece that we had to create. Um, and we are not illusionists. That's not something that we specialize in. So that was a, a big challenge. And it was one of the funnest performances, I think, because it was really scary. We only had one chance to do it. Um, and yeah, we like use these like rolling mirrors and, and then we like covered them up with like this dojo paper stuff <laughs> and, then, um, and then on top of that we obviously needed to do cool dancing um, when we were being revealed and we got down to Troy Boy's OG um, yeah so there's so many elements to that performance that were very memorable for me um, definitely one of my favorite to most memorable performances dojo panel OG ABDC Holla at you, boy. Wow. That was a very memorable performance. Yeah. What, about, what about you, Charlie? Huh? Oh, mine? Oh, man. Um, I would have to say the Arena Humble uh, Keone piece one, because that, that oh, and Mike's song Fear and none. Tony Tran's uh, meditation piece, because that was like my first time performing in China with Kendra's. And um, I just remember learning Keone's piece and getting my mind destroyed. And then realizing that I have to perform it in like five days. So that was an experience. But I think what I what made that the best one was uh, that moment when Keone came up and then we like huddled around him. And I, and I remember that moment really, really clearly in my mind. because I was like, oh, wow, this is really happening. And I was so hype. You know, I haven't been that hype in a long time. Um, so. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Yeah, that and, was a very hype moment. And the second part of that question is, how do you feel when people say, like, good job to you? Sometimes, uh, you know, I say thank you, and I'm, like, I'm very gra like, grateful for what people say. But then usually after a performance, I'm just so plastered and tired that, like, I'm just, like, thank you. I just I just need to sit down <laughs> to regain my energy that I just I need water. shared to everybody. <laughs> I need water. So don't take that the wrong way if I ever, Please you know. Don't take it the wrong way. It's just because, you know, we just did so much on stage and uh, just like days and days of practice on for like three minutes or five minutes that right when we get off stage, we just need to take a breath, take a break, uh, wipe our sweat off, think about what happened, laugh about the mistakes we did and made. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Here's a great question from Luca F1 Bengal. How often do you train technique compared to learning slash creating choreo? Mm. Mm, that's a great question well a, a lot of the times when we're actually uh, creating those choreography pieces uh we do have to learn the technique mm -hmm. from that choreographer so in rehearsal uh we are constantly just improving that technique and learning it as we go um so uh to answer that question not enough before entering the rehearsal room but then a lot during mm. Mm. Mm, i would good. say practicing technique is also a habit it's something Correct. where you uh, know what you want to improve on. If it's like hits, then you, you make time wherever that may be and you just practice your hits uh, for like a song or two songs. And then when it comes to choreography uh, and with technique, I would say um, 
I feel like make the choreography first and then add the technique after. That's that's one way to go about it. When I when I think about technique with choreography, I think about making the movement first and then adding the technique textures into it after. Great. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, I want to answer a question from Army of Kin. They asked about Kindra's Chronicles. Ooh, Will it continue? Wow. Take it away, Ben. That is a <laughs> great question. First of all, let me ask you, would you like it to continue? Yes. And I would imagine yes, because you asked the question. So, yes, we are going to continue the Kindra's Chronicles. Da -da -da -da. Stay tuned, because it may appear in ways that you might not expect. And uh, I just wanted to things. touch on this email that I received from uh, Jacqueline Meow. This was actually from a few months ago. We had some uh, correspondence. But, hi, Kinja, sorry to bother you again, but I just thought about it. And instead of doing live calls via IG or uh, Facebook, could we send in pre-recorded audio questions for y'all to answer? Would you guys like to see that? If you guys can maybe somehow have a form where you can send in uh, pre-recorded questions and then we can answer them on the podcast. Oh, that'd be uh, sick. Let us know, info at kinjaspodcast.com. Bam, look at that. Wow. Um, I got some more questions on Twitter. I think we can we can take a few more because I think more, we're yeah. a little bit running on time. But yeah, let's take a couple more. Um, I think this is a good one. It, it starts. It's from AJ Guillermo. Uh, the Kinjas are known for changing the game from choreographing for different countries for television shows to bringing exclusive competitions like Arena to LA to even opening up multiple dojos. What's the next game changer for Kinja, for the Kinjas in 2019? Are you asking me that question? Yes, I am asking, definitely you, asking that you that question. <laughs> that is why I'm staring <laughs> well, with my eyes. Dang, that's, that's a very loaded question. Um, at Kinja's, here at Kinja's, I'm going to get a little comfortable here. Whoa. Here at Kinja's. just did this the whole time. We <laughs> <laughs> figured out the right angle. See, we're figuring it out. Well, we're always trying to push, um, not, not the boundaries of just what's been done, but Pushing boundaries for ourselves, like we, every year we kind of start the year off, um, kind of just having a, a powwow and, and gathering of the minds to see where everybody's at personally to where people are at creatively, and then ultimately we try to like scale it back to okay. So then, with all those things in mind, what do we um, as Kinjas want to push this year? And so, whether that's creating physical spaces like the dojo to the complex to um, you know. Uh, our clothing line, like what sort of pieces do we want to put out? What things are inspiring us um, in terms of our video content? Like, are we satisfied with just creating uh, choreography videos um, and quote unquote concept videos, or do we want to go a little bit further? And it's always um, it's always growing, it's always changing, and and uh, again, we we get inspired and stay inspired by so many things outside of just dance. You know, watching movies and. The most recent Spider-Man movie was so sick. And Beautiful. Just, you know, like just getting mm -hmm. things off of that and, and like seeing how um, that can push our minds to create. So we're always looking to, again, push the envelope for ourselves as well as um, what what can we contribute to this overall big picture for dance. And obviously it seems like everybody in here has some sort of relationship relationship to dance and, um, and that's why you're here, and that's why you're rocking with us. We appreciate you guys. So um, these types of things, podcasting, you know, um, all these things help us to um, open up our minds and figure out how we can uh, progress and how we can contribute 
to um, artistry as well as this thing called dance that we love. So that may be a very roundabout way of answering that question, but I mean everything I said. We're working on spaces, we're working Boom. on shows, we're working on um, video content, um, content such as podcasts. We're doing all of it. So thank you. Um, I do want to address a question. Lil G Rock asked a question a while back, and I remember it. He asked how we convey emotion while wearing masks. Whoa. It's all in the eyes, baby. No. Mike <laughs> <laughs> Fowl has like the smoky eyes. He, he does has, have smoky eyes. If you ever watch, like you do a close-up on Mike Fowl's eyes in a in a video. Pierces the soul. You will get lost in those bad Pierces. boys. Uh, but also, I think it's uh, I think it's just a way uh, of how you interpret the song to yourself. So while you're uh, performing that song, like uh, generally your like body mannerisms will kind of uh, come out how you want to convey it. Um, so even if you just practice like feeling to a song, uh, maybe even looking at yourself in a mirror or in a video, uh, it, it'll be a good kind of like uh, a marker into seeing like what you can improve on. Whoa. That's good. real good. Uh, speaking of podcasts, before before the Little G Rock question, uh, the recording of this podcast will be on the podcast on Wednesday. Yep. So make sure to go check that out. Uh, follow us at Kinjas Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all of them, especially Where, in the website. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're on all those things. We're on them all. Hey, on Little G Rock, we appreciate you, man. Hey. Um, guys, I think we're kind of out of time here. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we'd like doing this. It was one of those, uh, hey, we haven't done um, a live feed and a, an Ask Me Anything, um, you know, episode in a while. So we wanted to just touch base with you guys. Um, thank you guys for thank you, subscribing thank you. to our podcast, for following us on IG, you know, Twitter and all that. And, um, again, like this whole thing that we're doing is – uh, it, it's for growth for, for both, uh, ourselves as well as hopefully you guys who are following, uh, the journey as you've probably, if you already know what we're doing here, we bring on guests that we feel are people who are influential people doing positive things for our community. Um, and they're not always dancers. A lot of the people that we like to talk to are people who don't do what we do because sometimes that's the best way for us to get inspired and figure out how we can apply certain principles and mentalities and and mindsets to what we do so that we can expand outside of our own bubbles so um hopefully you guys are getting some good information inspiration all of that and we are going to continue to bring more and more really cool people onto our show and uh, obviously we have way more kindras that we still need to be interviewing yep, yep, so yep. stay tuned for all the kindras that are coming up and um yeah uh, we got what, what what do we got going on guys we got we got clothing line you know <laughs> kinesthetic <laughs> rock that stuff we got we got new stuff out there go to kinjas.com you know that's where you're going to find all the latest everything. info everything podcast stuff uh clothing line drops uh performances dojo you know, classes dojo classes oh like, and actually yeah i did see that question back how uh if you guys can if you guys were allowed to come visit the dojos, absolutely. Anybody can come here. Anybody can. Uh, take any class that you want. So Look, only when we're open, right now. If you come here right now, you might catch us. But I don't know. We might not open the door. because <laughs> We won't let you in, though. We're, it's not business the, hours right now. <laughs> the dojo isn't open, but... Yeah. But, you, you know, you can come outside, take a photo. Yeah. <laughs> what time the classes are today? They start at 5.30. 5.30. That's when you come in, take a class, you know, get down. 
and do all that. Hey guys, so I, I see a lot of questions coming in that we're not going to be able to answer on this podcast. Uh, so make sure to send those questions into the email, to the Twitter, to the uh, the Instagram. Just make sure we see it somehow so that we can answer them for you. Uh, and yeah, thank you. Thank you guys very, very much. Thank y'all. This episode, well, if you're watching now, you're receiving it now. If you're going to be on our podcast, it should be up in, what, a day or so? Yeah, Wednesday, I Wednesday. believe. Wednesday. Wednesday at 7 a.m. Wednesday at 7 a.m., folks. We appreciate you guys. Happy Monday. We hope that your new year, January, is still technically, we can still say Happy New Year because it's still January. Happy New Year, guys. So Going fat joy. February, we got to stop saying Happy New Year. But because it's still January, Happy New Year, you guys. Thanks for rocking with us, and uh, we will be in your faces. Ching, ching. Ginger blood.